Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Independent Author Podcast. I'm Tom Kranz. I appreciate you downloading my episodes, and I hope you'll continue to do so because uh, these shows get more interesting as we go along, especially when we have guests like I have today. Uh, instead of hearing me yammer on all by myself like a monologue, uh, we're lucky to have uh, author Kevin D. Miller, and we're going to make sure we say Kevin D. Miller because I'm just guessing there's about a million Kevin Millers out there, right, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. It's like uh, one of the most common names out there. And so I made sure I put the D in there to kind of distinguish myself a little bit from the other authors named Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin um, has two books available. We're going to talk mostly today about his most recent book, which is called White Skies, Black Mingo. Uh, but those of you who are fans or semi-fans or soon-to-be fans may know Kevin for uh, a previous book he wrote called Heart of Steel. Uh, what I find fascinating about this is that both of these books appear to be um, based on kind of revelations that you had about your family and about family backgrounds. Uh, first of all, did this information come to you later in life or is this stuff you've been carrying with you all your life? It, it came later in life, Tom. Um, I did not know my last name wasn't Miller. Um, it, it's, it's actually a Polish name, Puhalski. And my grandfather had taken a, a kind of a deep, dark family secret to the grave with him that my father didn't even know. And we just discovered this a few years ago, long after he had passed away. Him and his siblings had a, a pact to keep the, uh, the uh, tragedy scandal a secret where my great-grandfather was murdered. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty wild story. That Heart of Steel is um, based on that. It's, uh, I got about, probably about, you know, 80 to 90% true. I had to fill in the blanks where, you know, sure. I, I didn't know the history of it and stuff. But it's... Uh, incredible story. Well, that's amazing. And, and I read somewhere here where um, it was kind of on the way to becoming a film. It's not, what, where does that stand right now? It, it is. It's on its way to becoming a film. Um, a production company named GKG Productions here in Hollywood, uh, a, a great uh, actor, producer, director, a friend of mine named Kevin Sizemore. And uh, I gave him the book, just say, hey, you know, would you read this for me? He, he read it for me. You know, I'll read, my, read this book for my buddy. And then he came back and said, dude, we got to we got to I want to option this book and, and turn this into a feature film. So we are putting together a, a trailer right now to go with the package. We wrote the screenplay and we're pitching it to studios and investors. And uh, that, that's the process it's in right now. But it'll eventually make it to the, the theater or, or Netflix or wherever we can get it to. That's really awesome. Folks, you heard it here first, Heart of Steel. Unless, of course, they change the name and confuse the hell out of us. Right, exactly. But we'll see. So um, you you found out about this, uh, about the fact that your name wasn't really Miller. What? So how old were you when that happened? Uh, I, I was in my 40s. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it, so that's it was, pretty late in life to find out something major about your family then, huh? It is. Yeah, it's it's pretty late in life. And, and it just shocked us all. You know, it shocked my dad as well. You know, he just passed away last November, uh, 86 years old, and, and he did not know that. But he wanted to write the story, but he um, he asked me to do it for him. So I did. And I was a, it was an honor to be able to to hand him an autographed copy of the book. I mean, he was he was very um thankful and, and appreciated. Um, oh, that's really awesome. And uh, it made its way up quite high on the uh, Amazon bestseller list. I see. Yeah. One of the categories it hit number one, um, other categories that made the top 10. So it, it's done really well and it's still selling books. It's still doing real well. It still maintains in the top hundred um, in the categories it's, it's classified in. So, and it's won, um, it actually won a uh, bronze award in the reader's favorite uh, book awards. 
and a uh, five-star award from Reader's Favorite as well. So it's it's a it's an award-winning book. Also. So this is the real deal, folks. If you haven't read it, uh, you better read it quick before the movie comes out. So you say you heard it first. Exactly. Um, so we don't. We you gave us kind of a hint and teased us a little bit about the story, but let's let uh, the readers, you know, actually go and and read this thing so that they can get the full the full picture. Um, and in the meantime, White Skies Black Mingo is again. Uh, I get that it's based on. I guess you, is it your great grandparents and, and it's, um, yeah, it's my great great grandparents. It's inspired by. I mean, this this is a story of historical fiction, but right. it's inspired by my great great grandparents. She was Native American. She was uh, of the uh, Ohio Seneca. They referred to them as Mingo in those days. They were kind of an independent um, uh, group of uh, Native Americans from the Haudenosaunee Nation, which we more commonly know as the Iroquois. And he was a son of Irish immigrants. And this is during the Civil War. The setting takes place in the 1800s in Ohio country. And it's, it inspired me because I, I thought, you know, you got, a, you got a mixed marriage there in a time, you know, that's, you know, that, that was illegal for Native Americans to marry, you know, uh, whites. And, wow. and, and uh, you know, and I'm, my, my wife is Hispanic. I'm, I'm in a mixed marriage myself. And I thought, you know what, this is a great story and I want to write a story about it. So it's, it's inspired by them, but it's historical fiction. Most of the story, you know, I have a few facts in there, but probably about 95% of it is, is just creativity. I got you. But, but still, if you're going to stay true to the period, you must know, you must know something about that period or you must have yes. done a little bit of research. Yeah. Took a lot of research, Tom. It took a lot of research on the civil war. It took a lot of research on the areas of West Virginia, Virginia, Ohio. Um, I was born in Canton, Ohio. So I do have some familiarity with that area. Okay. Took a lot of research, you know, just on the, on, on native Americans. I wanted to tell this story through the eyes of a young, um, you know, 12 year old girl named Kateri. Her English name is Margaret Davis. And I wanted to tell it true, you know, from the point of view of Native Americans and, you know, a young woman. So, um, so that's kind of how the story is, is told and, and unfolds. Well, I can't wait to get all the way through it. Uh, I, I do, um, I do know that doing research is, is like, so the very first book I wrote some years ago was about a story that I helped cover in Philadelphia back in 1985. And even though I was there and, and, it, and it, a lot of it, well, all of it is through my point of view, yeah. I ended up doing, you know, this was before internet. There were no self, this was in the mid eighties. There was nothing. Ah, gotcha. So yeah. I went to the freaking library, you know, the free wow. library of Philadelphia. I made a million Xerox copies of sure. testimony and looked up microfiche of newspapers and, you know, I know it's not that clumsy today as it was then, but mm -hmm. doing research is, is a time consuming that requires, uh, you know, a commitment because you're doing it because you want to get it right. And then you have the onus of getting it right. Um, and I found that, the, you know, the research was really almost two thirds of the battle. Once, once I had the research, though, the book almost wrote itself. I don't know exactly. if, that's, if that's your, your experience, but uh, I just thought it was uh, and I'm sure you have the same experience of doing research is, is hard and lengthy. Yeah, no, you, I totally agree with you, Tom. Absolutely. And it, and it, and you have to do the research and you have to get it right, um, you know, for your readers. And, and then, yeah, you're right. The story kind of then starts to tell itself, starts to write itself when you do your research properly. Now I'm, I'm intrigued that you wrote your first full length book at, in your mid forties. So had you ever written before in any way, shape or form? 
Yeah. And, and let me clarify that, Tom. Um, I learned of my last name in my 40s, but it, I, we, I, you know, it took a few years to do it. I'm actually 63 years old and I wrote this book to, you know, in 2019. Oh, damn. So, sorry about the Yeah. The, no, it's the, cool. Uh, hey, welcome to the club. I'm 66 and I wrote my first my first novel uh, four years ago. So welcome gotcha. to the club. Never too yeah. late. So how no. did you find that? So you decided to sit down one day and turn off the TV and just said, yeah. I'm going to write this thing? Yeah, I did. My, my dad handed me uh, a lot of documents, but we found some newspaper. The way we discovered it is it was at a funeral and, and some newspapers from 1920, you know, were handed to us from some cousins of ours that were doing uh -huh. some genetic stuff. And, and it just, it was eye opening. I, I used those, uh, you know, newspaper articles for the first part one of the book to really, I really wanted the investigation of, you know, the murder to be, you know, very accurate and stuff. And it's written like a novel. It's not a documentary or anything. It's you're going to you're going to live the story through the eyes of my grandfather. OK, you know, it's written, you know, close POV through his point of view. You know, so the reader is the is the character. I like to write through. So how long has White Skies Black Mingo been on the market? Is it, been, is it relatively recent or no? Yes, it, it was published by Headline Books in West Virginia. Um, in November, this past November. So it's just recently been uh, released. Um, it's doing well. It won a, a gold uh, Mom's Choice Award recently. It won an uh, honorable mention in the New England Book Festival for Best General Fiction. Just won a reader's favorite five star. So it's it's doing really well and um, winning a lot of awards. And, and the audio book is in process for both books. Um, we'll have audio books out this week. Um, White Skies, Black Mingos being narrated by a wonderful voice actress name Aliska Han. She's doing a great job. I can't wait to hear the whole book and stuff. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to getting that out here real soon as well. Great. Well, um, I'm uh, really tickled that I got to meet you, even though it's over audio only here. Um, sure. I will be plowing into White Skies Black Mingo and then I'm going to have to go back and read Heart of Steel because I want to make sure I know what that's about when I see. Yeah, the and you can find both links to both those books, Tom, on my website, which is okay. authorkevinmiller.com. And both books are available on Amazon as far both as books are available, available on, on Amazon. Yes, sir, they're both okay. available on Amazon. White Skies is also available at Headline Books. And audiobooks coming soon. Audiobooks are coming out this year. Yep, cannot Beautiful. wait. All right, great. So once again, uh, the current book is called White Skies, Black Mingo. The author is Kevin D. Miller. Uh, and uh, remember that name because you're going to be seeing a lot of it uh, coming soon uh, in a, following his book, Heart of Steel. And uh, we only hope that they keep that name because it's actually a great name. Yeah, Kevin, thank thanks you. so much for being with me. And uh, we will uh, hopefully talk again soon. Yeah, it was my pleasure. And I look forward to that, Tom. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Are you an independent author looking for a venue to publicize your work? The Independent Author Podcast is considering authors for future guest segments. Contact the Independent Author Podcast by emailing podcast at theindependentauthor.com. That's podcast at theindependentauthor.com. We'll talk.